Hello, this is Veronica from NewsLaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 26th of May. Delhi's 22nd Lieutenant Governor, Vinay Kumar Saxena, was sworn in at Rajnivas today, ANI reported. The oath was administered by Acting Chief Justice of the Delhi High Court, Vipin Sanghi. Saxena has earlier served as Chairperson of Khadi and Village Industries Commission. He was appointed Lieutenant Governor of Delhi on 23rd of May. He succeeds Anil Bejal, who resigned from his post on 18th of May, citing personal reasons. The ceremony was attended by Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal and other ministers from Delhi Cabinet. Apart from this, Union Minister Giriraj Singh and other MLAs and members of Parliament were also present at the ceremony. According to the Indian Express, shortly after Saxena took oath, he said, and I quote, It's my dream to make Delhi a city of flowers and joy. You will see me less in the office and more on the road, working with locals and the public. I want to tell people that I will work as their local guardian. Delhi has some inherent problems, especially pollution. We will work together to address the issue of air pollution and noise pollution. Unquote. Kejriwal said that his government will extend full support to the newly appointed Lieutenant Governor. However, the event was not devoid of political drama as former Union Health Minister and BJP MP Dr. Harsh Vardhan walked out of the oath-taking ceremony after not finding a seat reserved for him, NDTV reported. A video of him walking out was soon posted online. Speaking to the media, Vardhan said, and I quote, They have not reserved the seat even for parliamentarians, unquote. Last year, Vardhan had resigned from his post before the cabinet reshuffle of the union ministers. His handling of COVID had drawn criticism. Delhi Deputy Chief Minister Manish Sisodia said today that Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal has directed all Delhi government sports facilities to stay open for sportsmen till 10pm, NDTV reported. The move comes after the Indian Express reported today that several athletes and coaches complained they were being forced to wrap up training by 7pm at the Delhi government-run Thyagraj Stadium. The athletes claim the early shutdown happened because an IAS officer likes to walk his dog at the complex later in the evening. Speaking to the Indian Express, a coach said, and I quote, We used to train till 8, 8.30pm under lights earlier. But now, we are asked to leave the ground by 7pm so that the officer can walk his dog on the ground. Our training and practice routine has been disrupted. Unquote. The IAS officer, whom Express identifies as Sanjeev Khirwar, has denied these allegations. He did admit, however, that he takes his pet for a walk in the facility sometimes. Listeners, people in positions of power often assume they can abuse their privileges and get away with things, even crimes like land grabbing. On 25th of May, less than a week after their report on an alleged land grab and diversion of funds by a sarpanch was published, three journalists were assaulted allegedly with rods and pipes and taken to hospital with fractured arms and legs at Kalwar area in Rajasthan's Jaipur. You can read my colleague Shiv Narayan Rajpurohit's report on the case on newslaundry.com. It is titled, Days After Report on Land Grab, Three Rajasthan journalists assaulted, their arms, legs fractured. Reporting on press freedom is a huge part of what we do at News Laundry and the reason we are able to cover such issues of public interest without any pressure from political parties or corporations is because we don't depend on them for ads. We rely only on you to support us. If you're not a part of our independent news model already, head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. 
Subscription plans start as low as 300 rupees only. Pay to keep news free. Delhi's Ruse Avenue court today granted interim protection from arrest to Congress MP Karthi Chitambaram, ANI reported. The protection has been granted till 30th of May. Chitambaram has been booked in a money laundering case. Earlier today, the MP was questioned by the CBI at the investigation agency's headquarters. Before heading in for the questioning, he spoke to the media and called the allegations against him bogus. On Wednesday, the ED had filed a money laundering case against Chitambaram and his aide S Bhaskara Raman, accusing him of taking bribes in 2011 to facilitate visas for Chinese nationals for a project of the Vedanta Group in Punjab. At the time, his father P Chitambaram was Union Home Minister. Last week, the CBI had conducted multiple raids at several premises linked to the father-son duo. Karthi had issued a statement yesterday saying the central government was using its agencies to accuse him of a malicious and completely fabricated charge. The statement said and I quote, "For what it's worth, however, I firmly state that I am not associated with this visa issue directly, indirectly, vicariously or even telepathically. The allegation against me by the CBI are ludicrous to say the least. I categorically deny all of them." unquote. Uttar Pradesh's finance minister Suresh Khanna presented the state's annual budget at the state assembly today. Indian Express reported, "This year's budget amounts to more than 6 lakh crore rupees and is 10% higher than last year's," according to Business Standard. Under the new budget, 300 crore rupees have been allotted for education of children of laborers and street vendors. Apart from this, 1 crore rupees has been assigned for the creation of a board which will see to the welfare of old saints and pujaris in the state according to mint an amount of more than 276 crore rupees has been requested in the budget for the uttar pradesh special security force which is responsible for the security of courts and religious places such as ayodhya and kashi the budget has also proposed free irrigation facilities for farmers and has also allocated 1000 crore rupees under mukhya mantri laghu sachai yojana to solve irrigation issues in the state for farmers the budget also proposes accidental insurance of 650 crore rupees apart from this the budget allocates 75.5 crore rupees to establish cyber help desks in every district under women samtharya scheme 20 crore rupees have been allocated for empowerment and skill development of women under the mission shakti scheme while speaking to the media after the budget presentation chief minister yogi adityanath said and i quote The focus of the state is firmly on the education of youth, employment, empowerment of women and farmers, law and order, as well as all-round growth of the state. Unquote. Germany's ambassador to India and Bhutan, Walter J. Lindner, has said today that the country will start recognizing Bharat Biotech's co-vaccine for travel from 1st of June. PTI reported in a tweet, the ambassador said, and I quote. Very happy that German government just decided to recognize WHO listed co-vaccine for travels to Germany starting 1st of June. This embassy has been pushing very actively for such decision. Because of covid backlogs, visa sections have longer waiting period than normal. Please have patience. Unquote. In November last year, the World Health Organization had recommended co-vaccine for emergency use listing status. The Enforcement Directorate conducted raids at multiple locations linked to Maharashtra Transport Minister Anil Parab today, NDTV reported. The raids are part of investigations on money laundering in land deals. 
the ed searched locations across pune mumbai dapoli including parabs residents the investigating agency has filed a case against the minister under the criminal sections of the prevention of money laundering act in 2017 parab allegedly bought land in ratnagari district's dapoli for 1 crore rupees however the land was registered in 2019 According to NDTV, the land was then sold to Mumbai-based cable operator Sadanand Kadam in 2020 for 1.10 crore rupees. It has been claimed that a resort was built on it between 2017 and 2020. Earlier, an investigation by the Income Tax Department had alleged that construction began in 2017 and that over 6 crore rupees was spent on it. Parab is the latest addition in a series of investigations against Shiv Sena and NCP leaders which the ED has conducted. On Wednesday, the investigating agency had summoned Shiv Sena leader Yashwant Jadhav in a case pertaining to alleged violations of the Foreign Exchange Management Act. Shiv Sena spokesperson Sanjay Raut had said that the raids are quote unquote conspiracy to defame the Maharashtra government. Speaking to the media, he said and I quote, "We're in support of Anil Parab." the bjp is using central government agencies against the opposition unquote in another money laundering case the ed has today filed a charge sheet against karnataka congress chief dk shivakumar and others hindustan times reported the charge sheet is based on a complaint filed by the income tax department the it department has accused shivakumar and his associate sk sharma of transporting huge amounts of cash through hawala transactions The leader also has a disproportionate assets case pending before the CBI. Ukrainian authorities said today that Russian forces shelled more than 40 towns in the country's Donbas region, Reuters reported. The joint task force of Ukraine's armed forces said that Russian forces have damaged 47 civilian sites including 38 homes and schools. According to Reuters, thousands of troops have been sent to the eastern region, which are surrounding Ukrainian forces in the cities of Severodonetsk and Lysychansk. Russia has been trying to gain control of Ukraine's eastern regions on behalf of separatist groups after it failed to gain control of the capital Kyiv. Ukrainian Interior Ministry adviser Vadim Denisenko confirmed this when at a briefing he said in I quote, "Everything now is focused on the Donbas." unquote. He said that the situation was rigid as 25 Russian battalion tactical groups surrounded Ukrainian forces. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky's office has said that 11 high-rise buildings in Severodonetsk and 8 in Lysychansk have been destroyed. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the news laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please